Hello, this is Black Country Blokes Tune the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the moms, especially on my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. I've been here. It's the Black Country Blokes Tune of Fat. With me, Kev Dillon, Lee Cadman, Craig Pinches and Aaron Jew. And today we're talking about something that's very close to my heart. Amateur boxing. Now, amateur boxing has done so much good for this community. And it annoys me so much when people say, why are you teaching them boys how to fight? We're not teaching them how to fight. If anything, we're teaching them not how to fight. We're teaching them to stay away from gangs and crime and drugs. And we're teaching them to have respect, manners, giving them love that so many of those people have never had. We become a family and every club around the country is its own community. You go to some of the roughest estates on the country and what you find, an amateur boxing club, who's there working with these kids and grown-ups, boys and girls. It's the only place where it doesn't matter if you're a millionaire, if you're on the gyro, what colour your skin is and what belief you believe in because you're all one winter in that club. And that's why I want everyone to write in today saying how amateur boxing has affected you for the better. If you'd like to tag in your boxing club, please do, because I know there's so many wonderful clubs all around the country. And while I'm saying that, I'd like to thank Express and Star today, where the Lions Amateur Boxing Club and Priory Park had a lovely write-up. So big up and massive respect. Lads, anything you want to come in with? Well, Lee Cadman's one of the boxing coaches at the Lions Boxing Club. Craig Pinches have been popping up and, up and down ever since he was um, a school, when he was in Pensnet School. And Aaron Jew was training there about 10 years ago. And that's how we first met. But I'll first pass it over to you, Lee. Oh, thank you, Kev. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was, I was making sure the same was right on place. But, uh, um, and as, <laughs> as usual, Kev passes it over to me <laughs> without warning. But there we go. Um, yeah, so boxing's helped me immensely. Um, it really, it really has. It uh, it gives you guidance in in life, not just in um, yeah, you know, it, all through life, not just in the boxing ring. Um, and you know, it, it's absolutely excellent just for keeping you fit mentally and physically um and there is a lot of clubs out there doing great great work uh, and they they help the whole community well it's been proven in surveys that boxing amateur boxing because that's we're two completely different sports amateur boxing professional boxing but amateur boxing in my opinion the most pure form of boxing where you've got someone so evenly matched on weight age and experience where you're seeing the pure skill of boxing. But it has been proven that it helps with mental health, PTSD, depression, anxiety. It gets you out. It gets rid of your physical stress and worries because we're animals. It's good for us to eat stuff, not people, not in the street, not playing up, but having that discipline. And that's what amateur boxing gives you. When in the real world, before all this COVID, you're able to come in, borrow gloves, borrow skipping rope, borrow headboards, when you compete in boxing, you're given a strip, you're using their gloves, you're using this. So it's a sport that anybody could use, uh, could do, no matter how poor or rich you were, you're treated the same. And the one thing I do miss about before the COVID, shaking hands, 
was every person who walked in that gym had to shake hands. It was a show and sign of respect. Did we have a comment then? Believe yeah, it. we did. We did, mate. But it's uh, it's it's very long, and I can't fit it all on. It it won't all come on the screen, so I can't read it out unless someone can jump on Facebook for me, um, to get the whole, the whole of the comment to read out. Do we know who it was off? Uh, Ashley Davis. Ashley Davis used to box for me. Great lad. Uh, I think he had one or two bouts. I remember getting boxed with the night down at the Wilson Hall. Great lad. Great team, and it's wonderful. He hasn't boxed in a few years, but still stays in touch. But the Lions' motto is, once a lion, always a lion. Big up, Ash, you know, and thank you. And hopefully if one of the lads can get your message, we'll get it read out for you. Because that's what boxing does. So many people out there haven't got a family, and you become their dad, their mom, their uncle. We call us, you know, counsellor state counsellors, where you go to your coach to tell them your, your worries, your, your anxieties, because that's what we do. We're, we're such a big part of the um, of, of their lives. It's remarkable. And the mad thing is, we're all doing it for nothing. We're up there five days a week training for nothing. Then we're out to boxing shows, championships. We're missing our own uh, our own friends and family's weddings and birthdays and anniversaries. And we're doing it all around the country. And that's not just the coaches. That's the officials. That's the referees and the judges who are going out all around the country. And to be an official in amateur boxing is a thankless job. They're getting effed and jeffed at all the time. And people forget they're, they're in it for nothing, just the love of the sport. So thank you to all the judges and officials out there. Have we got that comment? I can't get it up, if I'm honest. Uh, not while I'm on my phone with it. I could read down as far as you could, Lee. <laughs> um, but Aaron, can you get it up? Have you got it in front of you at all? Can try and bring it. I thought you guys were looking. <laughs> I did, look, I did have a quick. I did have a quick look. That's why it came on the screen again, Lee. I bet you think I'm taking your yeah. job, though, you mate. <laughs> uh, you carry on, mate. Now, all it is 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 a bit limitation to this software. By the looks of it, if, that is, if it's a long post, then we can't see the whole of the post. We can only see so many lines, and I won't want to. Uh... I've got it. I've got it, guys. Yay! Okay, so Ashley Davis has written in. So thank you for that. And thanks for giving me the job of reading this now. So, okay, so he's basically said, amateur boxing is one of the most needed sports in the world. It allows young and older people of any gender, any background, any religion, the chance to learn self-defense, but also it offers discipline, fitness, and the chance to release stress and anger on the pads and bags. It takes young people off the streets and teaches them discipline. And the fact you don't need a weapon to protect yourself, which is a brilliant point. But in my personal view, it meant much more. I moved to Starbridge from Telford, not knowing anyone at all. I'd done a bit of white-collar boxing and fell in love with the sport. I googled nearest gyms and the Lions ABC come up. I was nervous and scared to go through the doors because I do lack confidence. At one point, I, always, I almost turned the car around. I can relate to that. But from the moment I walked in, I loved every second. You see, it introduced me to new people. It allowed me to make friends. It allowed me to prove I could do something. It kept me fit and at the same time, kept me mentally balanced. It gave me something to focus on rather than sitting on the sofa and not talking to people. And the day I won my first bout, it made me feel like I was a king without sounding stupid. That doesn't sound stupid. But that, that feeling was amazing and something I had never felt before. You see, amateur boxing isn't just fighting. It's about making friends, learning to be disciplined, 
becoming a member in the club's family and I was lucky to be part of the Lions family. And as the saying goes, once a lion, always a lion. I love that. I think we can log off now after that. That is just Absolutely. An- answered the question. That is brilliant. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Yeah, we'll we'll leave it there, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> I loved what you were saying in between it, Aaron. You said there's so many parts to that that I know so many people oh relate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, boxing for me, I'd probably say the best two years of my life was when I was training seriously and I took it kind of almost like as a career because for everything that Ashley's mentioned, everything that you mentioned previously, it encompassed all of that. So I think one of the great things with boxing as well, and I'm not sure if Ashley mentioned it, he might have, is the cost of it. It allows pretty much anyone from any walk of life to get into it. So it doesn't really discriminate. And I think when it doesn't discriminate at the surface level of cost, it's very difficult to then discriminate when you've got people coming from all over these states and different religions and backgrounds. Um, but yeah, I learned so much great stuff. I'm not going to repeat everything Ashley said because he's, he's literally hit the nail on the head there. But awesome. And confidence-wise, brilliant. Like It gave me so much confidence in my ability to not just look after myself. And the ironic thing is I actually got into boxing because I got into a scrap when I was a little kid and I didn't know how to fight. So I was kind of doing like the windmill thing, you know, when you're just trying to get out of it. And my dad, my, da- my dad basically sent me to boxing and he's like, you're supposed to learn to throw straight punches. And the ironic thing is when I actually learned to box, and I knew that if that ever happened again, I'd be all right. I never actually boxed because actually the last thing you want to do when you know boxing is actually get into altercations with people. You have a different level of respect for the support and for obviously what your hand can do. So, yeah, I absolutely love it. And, you know, I, I can feel your pain, obviously, as you're speaking to this. This is your job. This is everything that, you know, that you're doing. And people like Ashley, there's, mm-hmm. there's thousands of people like Ashley out there who, who need boxing. We really need boxing, just as somebody needs a gym, just as somebody needs something else in their life. I think um, Anthony Joshua, who's, who's obviously fighting this weekend, he, he's he came from a really difficult background and he's, he's, he's said many a times that if it wasn't for boxing, he don't know where he'd be at this point. But there's a good chance he'd be dead or in jail. Uh, I think that says it all, really. And now, instead, he's a multimillionaire Um and, you know, people are looking up to him. He's a very positive uh, person. And it could have been so easily gone the other way. And I think when you talk to some of these people, like even like the moms and dads who bring their children up to the club, uh, and they, they've made friends, and they go off to boxing shows. And, that you know, it's not just about the kids in there. And some kids will box, some kids won't. Some kids just go up there to be a part of something. Some people become coaches. Some people become officials. Some people just love spectating and there's something for everybody in it. And that's what I think it's um, like when we um, when we have inter-club sparring with the Priory or Brooklyn's or Meridale or Donington, uh, Darleston, Belgrin, there's so many, I can't mention you all, uh, you know, and I hate to miss anyone out. But, you know, and you get to know each other as the boxers. And if you're not boxing each other, then you're at championships. Uh, and once we're at the Midlands, it's amazing how your districts stand together. And you phone up going, how did Osma get on? Oh, he did well. How did Cameron Lavery get on? Oh, he did brilliant. Because that's what we do. We root together. And when we've had uh, certain fatalities through this lockdown, you know, it brings the community together. And it's lovely when you can phone up and go, I'm so sorry, he was a remarkable man. There are so many remarkable people in this game. And one of the biggest fears I have about the lockdown is when you've had a year away from boxing as a coach or as an official and you actually start spending time with your own family, I'm afraid that so many coaches won't come back 
And that was such a shame because once those, those soldiers and veterans have gone from the game, there'll be a massive void in it. Yeah. Um, if if I can just jump in there, I'd like to say, I mean, what I like about it as well in the and the boxing gyms, especially down yours, Kev, is there's no there's no ridiculing. It's it's all everyone, you know, mutually respects one another as soon as you step foot in them walls. Um, it's like it's like if you go to one of the gyms, the budget gyms, and they've got punch bags and that. If you see somebody eating the bag and they're eating it wrong or they can't eat it properly. You see people around the gym ridiculing them or laughing and sniggering at their inability to punch straight or footworks off. Now, in, in gyms like such as yours, you don't get any of that. It's not, you're not interested in, you know, as long as people give it their all, it doesn't matter if it's 25% of the next person's all, it doesn't matter. As long as they give it their all, there's no ridicule. And if anything, other people in there, other people training, you know, they have come down just to train, just like that person struggling, they're more likely to step up to them and, and try and assist them and help them and aid them rather than ridicule them. And I, I like that. I like how it brings people's 100% out of them, no matter how far advanced or, or lack of advancement they've got in the sport, without them having to have to feel pressured or vulnerable or feel that, you know, my 100% is not enough because theirs is better. Well, the great thing we like to do is, in the real world, when we were allowed to do fights, you'd walk in, Craig, and say, Lee, uh, jump over there, uh, one of my boxers, show Craig how to. That, A, makes Lee feel important, because where Kev's asked me to go and teach him, he must trust me. And then Craig's looking up to Lee. Then when Craig knows what he's on about, Aaron walks in and goes, Craig, we go over and show Aaron how to. So that's building relationships, just by doing something simple, making someone feel like they're important. Nick, Kevin trusts me to um, go and show Aaron how to do it. And that's how friendships are bonded. It's a beautiful thing to have. And it's like when I started training back with you last year, Kev, having the one-to-one -one sessions, I hadn't trained for years and years. Since I was a kid, you know, I haven't been to, to the Lions Boxing Gym since I was probably about 16, 15, 16 years of age. And I stepped back in that ring we had to train last year. and I'd have been, what, 30, 31? So that's a long time to step out. And we took it back to the basics. You know, we got the, the line in between the ring to, to keep the stance split. You know, and we took it back to just one-twos. And there was no shame in it for me. You know, a lot of people may feel, I, I can fight, I can swing. And I remember actually saying to you, you think you can throw a jab until somebody's in front of you telling you that there's a better way to be throwing that jab. But there was no ridicule. I didn't feel belittled by you putting the line through the middle and, and saying we're going to take it slow and just knock the rust off. You know, there was no belittlement at all. So it's actually quite empowering to say that you're saying basically, look, we're going to start from scratch here again. It was it was quite empowering, believe it or not. Well, it's easier to form a habit than it is to break a habit. So once you've got used to doing it wrong, it's hard to get it right. So what we're trying to do is get it right from the get-go. That's easier said than done. But that's what <laughs> we've got to do as, as teachers and this is where education and schools fail. You know, I mean, if you don't know how to throw a jab, whose fault is it? It's mine because I haven't explained it right. Mm. And it's up to me to say it in a manner that, that you can understand. That That's coaching, that's teaching, whatever it is. That's how people learn. You keep finding new ways to make it understandable to that person. And what, because obviously amateur boxing and mental health are both 
dear in my heart. And what, I, what we're going to be doing, the Black Country Blokes with the Lions Boxing Club, we're going to be setting up mental health first aids uh, from next year. We were going to be doing it this year with men, uh, mental, what is it called? Um, mental Health First, CIC, with Ian Hines, getting people, all coaches, hopefully, to do a mental health first aid course. Because at the moment, we have to do a physical first aid course. But if I break my nose, you can see that's bleeding. But if we've got five mental health first aiders in there, you might walk past the uh, four people. But I'm the fifth person, I might say, hang on, kid, you don't look right. Now, my job as a first aider isn't to fix him. Like, if you get run over, the first aider isn't there to put you back together. What we've got to do is try and get you the right help and keep you alive until you can see a profession. And in amateur boxing, with all the characters, with all the mixed-up backgrounds, I think we could be the pioneers of this, guys. And I really think we've got, we've got so much to work with because all the different people we work with, we could make a real difference to so many people's lives. Have you had any other comments, Lee? We, we have, mate, but it's another long one. So, um, Aaron, can you log in for me? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be narrated today. Um, and as well, sorry, I just want to quickly touch on a point that Craig said. And when you said it, it really resonated with me that when you go to a boxing gym, especially the Lions, it's you know, one of the best places I've ever been myself, it brings 100% out of you. And that's a very, very rare thing where you feel 100% confident just expressing yourself to obviously the best of your ability, even if you haven't got the technical expertise or the skill to do that. Because even like in the gym, the environment as a personal trainer, when I used to do that, people were always anxious about how they're looking or how they're being perceived. And that's never, ever been the case, to be honest, in any of the boxing gyms I've been into. So I think that's a, that's just a testament for the, for the way that boxing gyms are run. Um, and also, yeah. I, find it, I find it amazing that it's a solo sport when you're competing. Yeah, it's such a... Yeah, the words we're saying today is family, team, community, and that that's really that's special. That's really special. That it's it's you on that day, but actually it means so much more uh, outside of that. But um, let me move on to the comments anyway. Otherwise, I'm gonna keep rambling. We had uh, one from Julian Bob Dylan. So I'm not sure who exactly wrote that. That's says, my dad or my mum. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a guess. <laughs> it says parents need a safe. Um, sorry, parents need a place to take their children where they are in safe hands and learn how to socialise with others and the parents get to mix with other parents and all this helps with mental health, which absolutely, I, I agree with that. Um, we've got one from Neil Jackson. I'll just expand this one. So, so Neil's basically said, boxing is and always been like family from when I was boxing many moons ago as an amateur and now coaching at Houghton Abbey ABC in Stoke-on-Trent. When my son has had a few bouts and daughter has had five and love it and it's gave him so much confidence and had a piece written on england boxing site ellie jackson so well that, that's absolutely incredible and it just gives youngsters respect discipline and the safe environment to be in such troubled times people don't see the family side of boxing everybody everybody supports and looks out for each other and boxers parents and coaches and supporters as well so if you want to just say anything on that kev i think that that's a great achievement for ellie and obviously neil as well and we've got but one more comment it's wonderful and it's brilliant you know what i mean you meet so many wonderful people and to have a right on england boxing congratulations and if anyone would like to just uh, send in a, uh, even if it's just a tag what boxing club you've been to you respect you are a part of you coach whatever it is because i want to give as many clubs as a shout out as we can because we're a big family 
You know what I mean? Even when we're fighting each other, you don't go in there to hurt each other. You don't. It's the community. And we're all after that greater good. Again, the kids off the street and just, you know, doing what we do. Over to you, Aaron. Absolutely. Absolutely. And John Richards uh, has bravely wrote, I'm a bloke who has suffered for years with PTSD and mental health issues. I've had some issues with the law in the past. Had many years to be able to con- had many years to be able to control aggression and depression, which recently has come back to haunt me, for no apparent reason. And it wasn't. And if it wasn't for Kev and the Lions Boxing Club, I would have quite easily gone down the dark path of crime again, getting myself into situations which I didn't need to be in. With all the COVID and being made redundant, the thoughts in my own head became worse. As soon as I walked in the gym, I made those issues disappear for even an hour, which to me was a massive, massive help. Thank you for sharing that, John. No, massive respect, John. Thank you ever so much, bro. And how many people does that relate to? Well, maybe a lot of people out there are feeling exactly how John has, or haven't necessarily got that courage to say it, because how many characters we have? I always tell the story of Ashley Nixon, mm. who was expelled from school and made him make connections. And then um, we got him boxing. He was going to go into the Marines, go into a fight, go into selling drugs, went to prison. He came out of prison. I was one of the first people he saw, and he says, Kev, you turn my life around once, can you do it again? I said, of course, Ash. After several months, he'd been coming up. He says, Kev, can I tell you something? But please don't laugh at me. I went, I won't laugh at you, Ash. Please tell me. He said, when I was in prison, I started uh, going to church. And I said, never be ashamed to make something that makes you better. He went and won the Midlands uh, Novice Under 10s. And there was a pra- practicing minister going around the, um, around the country. And he said, if it wasn't for the love, of the club and amateur boxing, then he could never accept it, the Lord, uh, the love of the Lord. And how many stories are like that? You know, these people who come from real rough areas with no love, they have a bit of love, they turn their life around. So thank you to all the coaches and people who make it possible because, you know, we're not doing it alone. We're doing it as a, a, a team and just well done. Anything else? Anything that someone wants to say? We've got more comments, and uh, you're doing so well, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheers, guys. You're lucky I came on today. <laughs> True. Uh, when Neil's just said thanks. Um, he's enjoying the video. Thank you for coming on, obviously, for today. We really appreciate it, along with everyone else. Um, Josh Colton, hopefully I've said that right, has just said, boxing has helped me. Hold on, let me expand this one. I've just realised it's a little bit longer. Um, boxing, boxing has helped me my whole life from as a kid. As an adult, I would never have got through university without the sport or the best coach I could ask for, Alan Leslie Bray, who helped yeah. me outside of boxing. The last 18 months, Kev has been there much more just been much more than a coach. He's always been there regardless of what you're going through. He'll always help any way he can for so many people. Absolutely agree with that. Not just coaches, but the whole Lions family have helped me through tough times. Governments need to realise that boxing is so much more than teaching someone how to punch. You won't find another sport where coaches give up so much of their own free time for no money, just for the love of the sport and the help of the community. I've been lucky to have had great coaches and the best things they've done for me have never included boxing. I absolutely love that. Thank you, bro. That's, that's really kind of you. Very kind. And just a final one while we're here. Um, Michael Maguire, keep up the great work, lads. Absolutely brilliant stuff on behalf of amateur boxing clubs. Yeah, thank you, Mike. And, um, as I said, there's so many wonderful clubs around here. And around the country. So, and I think what nails it more than anything, the first time you go, and Ashley mentioned this, Ashley Davies, 
that that fear when you go to walk in the uh, walk in the in the gym door and you think are they all going to be looking at me? But and how many people haven't got into it for that reason? You know, just by walking through that door, and when you step through the other side of it, where it's a different world, and it could be the best thing you ever do in your life. Absolutely, I and think as well. Sorry, Craig. Go, go on, Aaron. Now you're more right, mate. Go on. I was just going to elaborate on um, the, the last one that Josh mentioned. Again, that just resonated with me. Where his last sentence, where he says, "I've been lucky to have had great coaches, and the best thing they've done for me has never included boxing." And I don't know about you guys, but when I talk about my, you know, my year and a half at the Lions Boxing Club, I don't sit back and think about the greatest time was when I learned how to jab or to slip or to throw a right or my punching got stronger. It's about the stuff that we're talking about today. It's about the community. It's about the lifelong friendships that, that you know, if it wasn't for that, we, I wouldn't be on this podcast, for example. It's Julie, it's Bob, it's, it's everyone that we met in that. So I absolutely love that point. And I think it's not just like a one occurrence. It's like happening all over. And we really, as a community and as, as a country, we really need to try and support amateur boxing massively. So, yeah, I just wanted to add on that, Craig. Sorry. Over to you. No, you're right, mate. I was only going to say, like, it, going back to... I don't know if Kev mentioned something or I'm just thinking this shit in my head. Pardon the French. Um, but people think that they get the misconception that you've got to be some big tough guy to be a boxer or to go to a boxing gym. And, you know, how many people have said, oh, he's a boxer. Watch him. He's a boxer. You know, and people, yeah, a boxer. He, he, he's not tough. He's not this. Saying it politely. Um, you know, people think that you've got to be some big tough hard not to be a boxer and, and you haven't. Um, and I think that is a big widespread misconception with, with the sport. It's an art form. Um, it's called the art of boxing, is it not? Well, that's what I say to people. You haven't got to be nasty to be hard. And once you're hard, you haven't got to be nasty. Some of the <laughs> kindest and dangerous men, some of the kindest men I've ever met have been some of the most dangerous men, but you never know it. They're just absolute gentlemen. And I think, once again, with that, as uh, one of you said, once you know you can throw your shots, you haven't got to go and prove it because you prove it in the gym, you prove it in the ring. You It gives you that self-belief and that self-worth and you don't need that, that validation by getting it on the street or in the pub. I think I think what boxing can provide is like, is like martial arts and things like that. It's like you said, Aaron, you haven't got to use it. I once heard about martial arts. It's like having a credit card. It's nice to know it's in your back pocket in case you need it. But I think, <laughs> you know, and I, I, I love that when I heard it. That was years ago. But I think if you know boxing or you know martial arts, so we'll stick with boxing because we, we, we're not about the talk of boxing. You don't have to throw shots because I think a lot of a lot of fights are, they could be, you know, they could be avoided. And I think what it is, is if you're scared, if you don't know how to defend yourself or you're not confident in it, you tend to swing or you tend to go in there with your ego because you've got something to prove. Now, I think that when you've got that skill behind you, you know that you can stand there with your chest out and your head eye without even throwing a shot. That could be enough to put somebody off from fighting you. You know, you've not even got to throw a, throw a fist. Well, if you bang the if one man bangs a drum loud enough, it can scare away an army of hundreds. Sometimes it's how you carry yourself. But it's something I'm hearing a lot about at the moment yeah, with clubs, and I'm petrified that clubs are going to go under. Because once we go under, we don't come back. But there are funding uh, funds out there 
So if your club is struggling, get in touch with Sport England or if you're from the Midlands, get in touch with Mick Maguire because there are funds out there to keep us alive, I promise you. So please, you know, it's not a pride thing. Let's keep going on together because once we're gone, it's hard to come back. And we were on, on one of my short videos of the day. I was saying, if we haven't got role models, as in your boxing coach or your team members, where do you have your role models? You have your role models on the street, the drug dealers, the gangsters, and it's up to us to steer them the other way and getting them into sports, whether that's football, rugby, cricket, tennis. We've got to do our best to keep on doing what we're doing, even through these most difficult times of having lockdowns. Stay strong. We will get through it, I promise you. And wouldn't it be great when we all get together and we're all competing, no matter what sport it is? Hopefully, it's not too far away. There's um, there's a couple, there's a couple more comments. I might be able to read these ones. I think they're short. Oh God! Go on, give, give me a break, mate. Go on. Give you a break. Let's see if yeah. I read them all out. Um, Regan pinches put um, first respect, second discipline, lastly fighting, and I like that. Thanks for that message. Um, Rhea Jones. I think yeah. I've said that right. He said, yeah. little Tom here, boxing has learned me a lot, such as respect to people and keep me away from drugs and the streets. And you've just scrolled me up. The drugs and the streets. And please bring boxing back. Um, Big respect, Tommy boy. Love you loads, champ. Future champion. Yeah. Man, I'm loving like the, the comments and that that have come in today. Um, it's nice to have interaction, isn't it? especially on the subject that you're so passionate about, Kev. Um, Julie Bob Dylan we all need someone to believe in us to take time to know what makes us tick get the best out of us that's what coaches do and I completely agree with that um, what to say Tony, you said uh, Craig you said Bob's got a Bob's got a foot oh what? mate I'd have to find it he's got he a said, go on. he's got the he's got the he's foot got the for right, he's got the right size boot uh, someone find it I did write it you're going to have to type it in and find it or I'll try and think of it while I'm here because um, I thought that was perfect I thought it described your dad perfectly that did <laughs> um, Julie Bob Dylan I've just read that one call read it again um, Tony Marshall our boxing gym has helped so many young kids whether they've boxed or not it's transformed their lives so much Wait, so which boxing club Tony, Tony from? Darliston very good friends, great coach, Darleston Boxing Club. They produce some real good lads and they're always coming over sparring. And it's amazing, you know, there's so many coaches, I won't mention them all, like Claire from Bartley Green and so many. I've got a list as long as my leg. And how many of us coaches have stayed in touch? Great, this and saying, because you forget, us coaches, we're out every night, every week night, every, uh, all weekend. We're not seeing our own families, our blood families. But it's been lovely, the amount of coaches who we've been phoning up and keeping touch with. You know, how are you doing, champ? How are you doing about the club? And, you know, once again, what a what a brilliant organisation we are. So, massive respect, Tom. Don't forget, don't forget, get the girls. Ah, that's Tony Marshall said, don't forget, get the girls. Uh, <laughs> well, the girls, I mean, um, how many brilliant female boxers? And it wasn't that long ago, like I think my dad was on the board, they got women into boxing. You know, and look at now, we've got Nicola Adams, we've got Savannah Marshall, uh, Katie Taylor, you've got all these great boxers. And, you know, back in the day, it was the sexist people going, oh, she's all right for a woman boxer. And then they're going, bloody hell, 
isn't she a good boxer? And they're just lighting the world on fire, like our very own Paige Ford, who's just getting better and better as the years come. And what determination these 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 women and girls have, and you know, they'll, they'll leave us boys behind soon. So massive respect to women boxing. It's a, it's funny actually, isn't it, Kev? That we're probably the boxing was one of the the last to be to, for for women to be accepted into the sport, but it, but it's probably outgrown now a lot of like you don't really see that much of women's football, for instance. But women's boxing, Katie Taylor's headlining shows, Savannah Marshall's going to be no doubt within the next two or three fights headlining her own show at world title. But, you know. It, We've kind of overtook those sports now with women's boxing. Overtook other sports for women. Well, the next thing I want to be getting into, I mean, we've got young Oscar. Oscar, I mean, anyone who's seen him, he has artificial legs, he has to wear gloves. What a boxer. And it's my dream, my passion, because I wasn't allowed to compete with boxing because I had borrowed many drives when I was three. And I've realised how hard, horrible it is when you can't compete and how heartbreaking. And we've got this young man and I'm really hoping one day we get Paralympics boxing. How remarkable would that be when you can have Paralympic rugby, Paralympic um, running, Paralympic everything? I want boxing to get there because there's so many remarkable people, like squaddies, people who've been born with disabilities, people who've lost limbs and sight and hearing. I wouldn't it be great if we could get amateur boxing at the Paralympics. It's one of my dreams. What do you guys think? Agree. I, I think like limits, limits that have been set or boundaries that have not been pushed yet. Them just awaiting to be pushed because, you know, th- there's nothing like a human being. There's human beings will surpass any limit set. You know, I'm never. I always say I don't like people. You know, and that's that's based on loosely on the people I see or the spiteful natures and the vindictiveness and. Instead of striving to push each other forward and this and the other, but I always say human beings are some of the most spectacular. We, we're just such a spectacular species. Nothing is too big for us to do. So if you can get like Paralympics um, boxing, I, I think there's going to be that many people that have got the sheer will and the heart to to surpass anybody's expectations within that sport. Well, there's two things I want to say on that. It always reminds me of a saying. Impossible is a, a large word that small people throw around to cover up their own insecurities. Everything's impossible until someone does it. It was impossible that Tosa Fury was going to knock out um, uh, Wilder. It was impossible that Buster Douglas was going to knock out Mike Tyson. It was impossible that uh, Cassius Clay was going to knock out St. Liston. But once one person has done it, it opens the gate and anyone believes they can do it. And the second thing that I wanted to say when you were saying cheering each other on, that reminds me like when we go to a boxing show and if there is any booing, which is very rare, the MC will say, stop, it's not about that. Everyone who's got the bottle to get into that ring is a champion. But then you'll have it at other sports where it's boo, boo, boo. Amateur boxing isn't about that. Because as you said, we should be cheering each other on. Not putting other people down or pulling you back doesn't get me forwards. We've got to be pushing each other forwards. Definitely. Definitely agree with that. I mean, it's like with boxing. I always, I see one, it was professional boxing about a few years back. And people were saying, I can't remember who it was about. It might have been Mayweather fight or, I, I don't know. And there was like, 
he's only ever fought bums, like the, his opponents only ever fought bums, he only ever fought that. And I, I read someone say in the comments, how disrespectful. No man, whether it's a journeyman or not, no man that steps foot in that ring to exchange blows with another person is a bum by any stretch of the imagination. You know, we may may not have the ability to, to match the person he's been. You may think it's a mismatch in skill level, but nobody's nobody's a bum. Takes sheer courage. And those parents who are thinking about um, uh, letting their children compete, you've got that third man in the ring in, amateur, in, in all boxing, but in amateur boxing. And if he sees your child or your husband in trouble, he'll give them a standard eight count. And then you've got two, two to three people in the corner who love that person like family, and they will throw that tail in. Because amateur boxing is all about the sport. There's no money involved. So we're in it for the quality of the sport, and we don't want people to get hurt. Did I see we'd had another comment? It's Lee's turn. <laughs> it's Kim's turn. It's Kim's turn. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Go on, I Kim. I even read Brave. Well, Kim, impossible <laughs> nothing. Get going. Thanks. There you go, Kim. There you go. <laughs> I'll bring it up on here. So, discipline. <laughs> no, sorry. Kevin Blower. Discipline, friends for life, and learning you have some good fights and not so good fights, just like life, but but got to keep going. Boxing is a way of life. And then we got got... Uh, oh, can I just say, Kevin Blower, right, he started off down the Lions, and now he's up at Firewalker Gym, which is a tremendous gym to where Ben Whitaker boxes and Jose... Great club. Uh, big respect to you and Joby. Lots of love for you both. And Paul Boggy, who we had on two weeks ago now, is it? Yeah. Uh, he's just saying evening. Thank you very well, much. Good evening. Boggy, come on. Uh, he's from Scotland. Uh, great lad. He's had his problems with drugs and um, then he went to the army. So a brilliant listen if you want to find that on our YouTube channel. Remarkable listen. But he said like he'd had anger problems and all these different problems. And the best place he could be was in a boxing gym. And it helped him out with his mental health. And I think we're so overlooked with mental health because we're allowed to hit things. We're allowed to be human. And you know what? That's when you find people's true colours. And when you're seeing people when they're down and your coach picks you back up and how many times people have just said to me, Kev, I'm not feeling it tonight. Can we go and have a rattle outside? And not being not being fearful of being judged, because that's love, that's what family is. So thank you, Boggy, for getting in touch, brother. And also, go and check out his book, which is absolutely cracking, um, Heroin to Hero. Yeah, you can find it on Amazon. Yeah, brilliant read. Aaron, is there anything you want to come in with, bruv? Yeah, I'm happy to. Um, Lee, do you want to just finish up? Oh, that? sorry. Just another load coming, mate. You you carry on. Sorry, you can do the comments all. at the end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've actually got nothing nothing more to add other than what's really been said, to be honest. You know, I think I share the same sentiments as everyone else. I'm probably more closer towards Craig in terms of my involvement with boxing. I've not really been involved in boxing for 10 years. But like I say, you know, I'm 34 now. It's a, it's a very, very important part of my life. And if there's any way we, you know, we can support that by spreading the message and talking about the good stuff about it rather than looking at the negatives of it, which is obviously, you know, negativity sells and we always kind of look at the negatives. This is helping people cope, not just physically, mentally, confidence-wise, self-esteem, having friends they can rely on. I mean, the list is, like you said, as long as your leg, which is probably big. 
at, at this stage, like you mentioned earlier. <laughs> so I just think it's really, really important that, you know, we, we get behind it. We try and look at the funding routes. I think that was a great point that you mentioned there. There may be people out there who don't know about the funding routes, if that's something that they can, they can potentially explore. Um, but yeah, other than that, nothing really else. Just wanted Lee to finish the comments. That was all. <laughs> <laughs> don't fight over it, lads. <laughs> all right, Craig, you nominated yourself. I'll tell you what, we'll do one each. I'm going to do the next one um, as if it's the full message. It says, Alan, have you read that one, Alan Leslie Bray? No, mate. No, uh, Josh commented on Alan Bray. Alan Bray was one of uh, our coaches down at the Lions. His son boxed for us. Johnny Bray, in fact, Johnny Bray boxed him at Corn. Lost him on a split decision. Then he started his own boxing club at Worcester Uni. Loads of love for Alan Bray, but a brilliant, brilliant man. Yeah, well, Alan Leslie Bray says, thank you for that, Josh Colton. You were great. You were great, my mate. Looking forward to meeting up again. Um, Robert Outen, I'll read the next one for you guys. You crack on. Impossible I can do. Miracles takes that bit longer. I like that. No, I heard that one. Yeah. So I like that one. Thank you for that comment. Uh, oh, buddy, oh, they're coming in thick and fast, yeah. Like my, like red letters at my door. Um, <laughs> Regan Pinches again said, I think one of the best examples of what boxing can do for someone is Tyson Fury. From 28 stone, drug addiction and clinical depression to a world title fight in a year, all for the love of sport and boxing. And I think that's a very valid point. That's, you know, um, it's a good example, actually. Thank you for that. Um, I, think mental health, I think mental health and uh, mental strength can can work together, like your physical strength and your physical well-being. I think, you know, we, we can do that, you know, and I think when we get routine of exercise and diet, that can help with our mental health and as well as talking about it, obviously. Sorry, Craig. No, you're all right, mate. It's, we've got to interact as well, but I'm just trying to get through them before these two take over from me. Um, so I can see them eager to it says Julie Bob Dylan we teach how to interact with people from different areas and different accents when you're travelling around at tournaments around the country and I think that's a fair that's that's fair as well because people talk about like diversity and in, you know integration of things like that I think boxing brings that because like you say because there's a neutral ground and a mutual respect you you know that you're all different. You know that you're from different backgrounds, but there's no need to bring it up because you are all people and you're all there for the same, for the same reasoning. And I think it shows acceptance of, of, of different cultures. And, you know, I, there's, there's not, there's probably not a more diverse sport than boxing, is there? And we will literally be all over the country from Durham, up by Newcastle, down to, Crystal Palace to wherever we've gone trips to uh, the Monkstown Cup in Ireland and, and as you say and you'll bump into people and you go bloomin' heck how's your how's your league cabin going on you go oh brilliant cable he's not in the game anymore or he's a daddy now and yeah you bounce all around the country and it's funny how many, how many good true old pals you meet I'll take this one Craig I'll take this one oh, I'm sure, sure mate <laughs> But I'm going to pass it on after this one to Aaron. <laughs> All right, Aaron, be ready. Full bog again. I'm ready. Best sort of anger management. Completely. 
brilliant progress. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we've got Daniel JD. So he's left a comment which has said, "Boxing has been a key part of my life for five to six years. I've not com- I've not competed yet, but it's great to be part of the club and train. There's no feeling like pushing yourself through another session with your mates, as it's one of the hardest, most but most rewarding sports physically and mentally." I only started going to the Lions in September after too long out of boxing and felt immensely welcome. Can't wait to return. Shout out to the Moss side and Mancunian Boxing Club where I trained first. Good on you, Daniel. Thank you so much, bro. And as you say, like, what, you know, and it's uh, Daniel, hopefully will go and box for us, but if some people, it's not for them. And how many people I've had from big super headways down to five stoners, they don't want to box. And that's great. They, they just come to train and be a part of it. And we, you're never bullied into sparring. You're never going, well, look, unless you're sparring, unless you're boxing, you can't come in. We're only going to have our, our select few. It's a, it's a community. You're there to help. So brilliant. Thank you ever so much, Daniel, for um, giving us a shout out. Absolutely. A couple more. Got two more. Yeah. Do you want to go, Craig? Oh, I'll take this next one because it's a long one. <laughs> so, <laughs> Robert Houghton said, my yeah. dad taught me to box. Um, and I like that because it's like I'm like say I've, I'm like you Aaron I've not been in, in the sport of boxing for such a long time and I never fought competitively um, and I've probably picked up a lot of bad habits by prancing around the living room shadow boxing on my own um, but I'll find I'll teach my son my 8 year old how to box and I have done for a couple of years now we'll go on roadworks and we'll we'll set up combos and I actually come up with one called hot chocolate duck good night which is jab jab <laughs> duck backhand because I thought, like, when he was six, that's when we started it, when, we was, when he was six, and I thought, how can I speak to him? And even though I'm not a qualified trainer and I'm not, you know, I, I can't train anyone um, to fight competitively, I know how to speak to my son, and I know he likes to spend time with me. And, and that's what boxing, even if you don't go to a gym, you can still spend that hour with your children or with your dad and, and you know, tear it up a little bit. Next uh, one. one. Sorry, before you say that, mate, just one thing yeah. about it. I just want to give a massive shout out to Big John and his lovely wife, uh, Leslie Shakespeare, who's like my auntie and uncle. I've been there ever since I've been born, basically. And Big John, I mean, is a remarkable coach who boxed at such a high level uh, as an amateur. And I think the world and the whole Shakespeare family. So lots of love to you both. Carry on, sorry, yeah. Craig. Oscar Frad- Fradley. I hope I've yeah, said that right. Oscar. Yeah. Boxing is my medicine. I'll be honest. I was on the verge of suicide and then I went to boxing and found a, a distress and a, a de-stress, sorry, and a way to get rid of my anger and help with my mental health. I think it's fair to say that boxing saved my life. And how many Thank stories you. like that will there be that is unique to the individual where they can actually say boxing saved my life? That's powerful. Respect, Oscar. It takes a lot of courage to say, bruv. And as I said earlier, how many other people have fought like that? And um, it's remarkable. As you said, so individual to you, but it's such a common story in amateur boxing, in boxing. So thank you for sharing. Is there any more comments? Are they all flooding in? There's some for Liz. Lee. Yeah, they had Lee's name on them. Uh, sorry, actually, I'm trying to find the. I'm trying to get the video of of Oscar 
uh, up so everyone can see what, what Oscar can do. So if you can carry on reading the comments, well, I'll try and get this video. It would be very much appreciated. You're going to fight me for it, Aaron? Go on, Aaron. You've got such yeah, a beautiful voice. Not. I don't. I don't fight, mate. I've I've been to the Lions Boxing Club. It's <laughs> <laughs> over to you, mate. Well, you can respectfully take it, then, mate. Um, no, I'll I'll read them. I don't mind as long as I can see them. Julie Bob Dylan, I'm so proud of the four of you for the way you're always trying to help others, and that that actually means a lot, especially coming from like your mom and dad, Kev, um, because they have been they've been p- pillars of the community ever since I first met yourself and your dad. Back in 2003 or four, Penn's Net School, you know, when we used to come on a Wednesday, I think, dinner time or after school. Um, and you just know then there was, there's just something about your family. So for, for that to come from your mom and dad, I always feel like a sense of pride. It's, you know, a, a big sense of achievement. So thank you for that. Um, Alan Leslie well, Bray. Go on, Kev, sorry. I was going to say, with amateur boxing, like, the amount of schools uh, we've worked in, and I know a lot of clubs work in them, and with the Peru schools and the special needs schools, and you, uh, to your primary schools, to just mainstream secondary schools, and you see so much, so much benefit from it. And I think it's so much better when you get them into a boxing gym. So you're not trying to teach them in their turf, in their thing, because I'm the big I am in my school. But when you come into a boxing gym, you see that bit of claret on the, on the canvas, and you're in a man's or a woman's world, you know, a strong environment, and they behave, and they start listening, and then slowly but surely they start respecting, and with the respect they they get, then they share it on. And I think you know, if we can get on the curriculum with amateur boxing being taught within the education, you will see such such a benefit. Sorry, Craig, back up to you, bro. Anymore, I think I've got all the message. Yeah, um, if I've not, someone just finish it for me. Alan Leslie Bray, this is. This is the first time I've listened to you, lads. You're doing a wonderful job. And young mate, Kevin Dillon, is a wonderful man. And his family have been wonderful to me and my son, John. He, has, he had 103 bouts with the Lions. and must thank Kevin's father, Bob, and big John Shakespeare. Great times and great men. Boxing is all about respect. So it's a good testament to the, the Lions family again. That is, Kev. Yeah, thank you, Al. As I say, you know, you meet these, these characters... You've known them for so many years. And before you know it, you're teaching these young these young kids. And before you know it, they're coming back up the club and they go, Kev, did you know I've had a baby? How old can he be to start? And that does not make you feel old. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't just a feeling anymore, though, Kev. Paul Boggy, have I said that right? Sorry yeah. if I am, mate. It's not for everyone to be punched in the head all the time, but the training helps with so many things. Totally agree. Hey, true. Sally Ann Webb. Yeah. I was nervous about becoming a woman coach at first, but I've had nothing but support and priory on my family. I now take kids from a pupil. Sorry, I'm, my eyes on absolute terrier. From a pupils, from pupil referral units to our gym. Uh, to our gym, four days in a week, they benefit from it so much. Yeah, brilliant, Sally. I mean, you guys at the Priory Boxing Club, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to mention all of them, but, but like you got Paul, uh, Paul head coach, was Pete, I mean, you and Michael, and such a lovely bunch of uh, people. And 
the great thing about it is you care. You care. And when we come over to you and you come over to us and we spar, and if one of our lads is, or one of our girls is too good, you go, hold back the power. Start moving your feet. Because we're not in the game to get children hurt. All grown-ups or adults, we're in it for the beauty of boxing. And much love to Priory Boxing. You know, a great club. Kev, I've got, I've got the video of, sorry, I've got the video of Oscar, which we can show. And I think, um, well, can you explain it, Kev, um, what, what Oscar has achieved? Are you going to explain it? You want me to play the video first? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I was concentrating there. Lovely movement. Good. Good. So I've just come backwards now, punching, then go forwards, back at it. Good, there. So using those feet. Pump, pump, pump. Pump. Ask. I mean, it's just amateur boxing at its best. Balance, shape, guard, punching, adjusting, an inspirational character and a person I'm very, very happy to say as a friend. Brilliant family and such dedication and I mean, I wish all my boxers were as dedicated as him. He's a remarkable talent. And, uh, you know, the one muscle we can't build from our body, we can build up the biceps, the triceps, the delts. You're either born with that heart or you're not. And that kid's got buckets of it. So respect, Oscar. Yeah. Um, Kev, I'll read. I'll probably read these last four comments and then I don't know. We're on 53 minutes on the running time. So I don't know how long you want it to go on. So I'll read these four comments. And then and I'll, I'll yeah. lay it over to you. Um, Tony Marshall said, this is great talking for amateur boxing. And that was your goal today when it came to shed light on amateur boxing and the importance of it. Um, Sally Ann Webb again, totally, I get more respect in school now. Um, Robert Houghton, I'm in total admiration of all you do for society. Cheers, Robert. And Sally Ann Webb said, thank you. So, I'd, I'd like to say before I hand it over to you, Kev, it's been absolutely amazing the amount of people that have commented in and it shows it shows what boxing means that, you know, this is probably one of the most interactive shows we, we've had since we've been started over 12 months. So I think that that's testament as well to how much it actually means to people. So over to you, mate. Well, from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everyone who's written in today. Uh, as Craig just says, it's, it's remarkable. If you wouldn't, if you'd like, um, if you wouldn't mind, sorry, get me words out. If you wouldn't mind sharing this with your people. And, you know, the aim of today was to um, shine light on amateur boxing. Because, as I said at the start, we're not, we're not just fighting. It's an art form, it's a skill, it's a family, it's a community. So we're going to leave it for today. If you do want to still write in comments or after we release this, we're going to put it onto YouTube. We've got to put comments on there. Because what we want to do is get people talking about amateur boxing. So as I say, we always end on a quote. And the quote of today is, fight hard, uh, train hard, fight easy. And the last one, the Lion's motto, once a lion, always a lion. So until we see each other next time, 
Take care of yourselves and each other. Tarara Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta a bit. Listen, listen, listen.